Amen. So the message will be in uh, Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 6. Tell us. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Let, let, let's read it. I know Kovis knows this by heart. <laughs> He's just quoting it. I can hear him. And without faith, it's impossible. But let's go to verse 5. Otherwise, you'll miss the context. Verse 5. It says, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not, be, he should not see death. By faith, he was taken up. Say it. By faith, he was taken up so that he should not see death. Who say everybody must die? No, come on. Who said everybody must die? <laughs> and he was not found because God had taken him. So some people will be taken. Some <laughs> now, before he was taken, he was commanded as having pleased God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever will draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he, was, he rewards those who, those who diligently seek him. Let me put that one in there for our version. Now, faith. Faith. You need to understand that there is a slight difference between faith and belief. There's a slight difference. The Bible says that with a heart, we believe. We believe in the Lord, but with a mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So the element of belief is the heart. Amen? We believe with a heart. The problem that we are having in the church is that people just believe. But it's not enough. It's not enough to believe. Hallelujah. It's not enough. Because you can, you can believe because of what you were told. Not necessarily what you have experienced. Amen. You can believe that I'm a good husband because you were told. Amen. But she's not at the place of belief anymore because she has experienced it. Amen. Once you experience something, you go beyond belief. It becomes life. Now, we believe in the Lord. We believe that is the Son of God. Our heart believes. But I tell you, that is not enough. We need to we need to add faith to what we believe. 
Amen. I'll explain to you. Faith is the response to our belief. So when I have faith, I act on what I believe. So faith comes as an action. Haven't you read the scripture in the book of 2 Corinthians 5, 7? He said, we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk. So the action of walking is what we call faith. Amen? Because anything you believe, you can doubt it. If there is a contrary evidence. You believe that the sick can be healed. But if somebody is not getting healed, you start to doubt. Do you know that faith excludes doubt? Belief can still entertain doubt, but faith excludes doubt. I'm trying to teach you something. Amen? So, John, come. Don't sit first. <laughs> Do you believe that this chair can hold you? Yes. It's a belief in your heart. Yes. How do you prove that this chair can hold you? So go and sit. What he did, he just did. He believed, therefore he had faith. He believed that the chair can hold him. And then he took a step of faith to sit on the chair. The Bible didn't say without belief it's impossible to please God. It said without faith. Because many people believe many things. Many people believe. In this world, even people that don't believe in Jesus believe that he existed. History will tell you there was a man called Jesus. History believes that Jesus was real. But they don't have faith in him. Because they did prove it. So Bible says without faith is impossible. It means without the action that justifies our belief, it's impossible to please God. They said, Enoch, by faith, was taken. Amen? But they told you why. They said, because he walked with God. So Enoch didn't profess to believe in God. He walked what he said. So the work of Enoch, that is safe. Now we all say we have faith. But faith is not just a confession. Faith is deeds. Hallelujah. If I believe, listen. If I believe that God has given me something, then I act in the thing. Or I act according. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So what is killing Christianity is that people confuse these two concepts. We say, but we have so much faith, but he died. No, you believed. You believed. Amen? The moment you come to faith, something leaves you. What leaves you is the worry and how it's going to end. Because when you are in faith, you are in the reality of a thing. So, so, so if I have faith that I am healed, you know what I do? I start to walk. If I believe that I'm healed, I will lie there until I feel it. Because faith is beyond the realm of feelings. Faith in the realm of action. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Let me give you an example. I think I've given it before. Don't do that. We were supposed to, to travel many years ago. And uh, it was a few days before the trip, and, and I didn't have the money yet. So I decided, because God said I'm going, I'm going to get the ticket. So I went to the flight agent, and I booked the ticket. And they asked me to pay. And I said, I'm not paying now. I want the ticket. <laughs> oh, you won't believe that. You think I'm crazy. I told them, no, the problem is that by now I can't pay you. Just I'm giving you my ID. I need the ticket for tomorrow. He said, something is wrong with you. And the next day, guess what? I came with the money. And I took the tickets. I needed to act on my conviction. And that was the faith God was requiring from me. I could sit home and pray and pray and pray and pray and nothing would happen unless I take a step and I say, because I believe, I walk in the reality of what I believe. Do you understand that the whole calling of Abraham, when God called Abraham, there is one word that was strong in the calling, go. God said to Abraham two times in his life, go. The first time is when he called him to go to the promised land. The second time is when he asked him to go and sacrifice Isaac. The two times were actions. And the Bible says Abraham was called the father of faith because he believed God and then acts upon what he believed. So he was called father of faith. So you need to understand that if your belief does not... Uh, is not transformed into action, it's not faith. Come on. Come on. So that's what faith is about. It's a simple concept that people are making it too difficult. Amen? People are making it too difficult. I prayed for the dumb girl, and when I pray, I believe she's healed. So I took the mic and I said, say with me, Jesus. She went, Jesus. Because I believe she's healed, I put on the action of faith. What, my God, if we are not moving in that realm, we will miss on the opportunity 
of displaying God in this generation. It's not just to heal the sick in all the areas of your life. You need to move, to move by faith. Bible says, Enoch believed and he was taken. Do you know that the action of Enoch were compelling heaven to do something unusual? Because before Enoch, no one had been raptured. So before Enoch, that concept was foreign. So if before Enoch you tell somebody, God can take somebody to heaven, they'll say, you are a liar, you are a false preacher, and, and your theology is wrong. Enoch did not come with theology. He came with action. And his action became theology. He came, no one has done it. He walked with God. What is walking with God? Walking with God is not only walking. No, walking in with God means that you walk according to God's principles. According to what God's word, because you don't see God, but what God said that you have to walk with. And when you walk like that, they say you are walking with God. And when Enoch hit that place, heaven could not leave him here. He had to go. I, 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 I finished my book. I'm just trusting God for recovery. But, but I say that people are talking about the rapture. They don't understand what it is. Mm -hmm. They don't know that rapture is something that is not really, let me say it as some people will say my theology. Rapture is not just one-sided thing. Rapture is not just the decision of heaven. Rapture is the decision of us. If we walk with God, we will be no more. I call it the Enoch generation. Because the earth will not be worthy of you. People think God is coming to take them with all the pap inside their God. <laughs> You're too heavy for the rapture. <laughs> God, God is looking for people that are heavenly minded. That understand his way that will bring the kingdom here on earth. By walking like Jesus. Jesus was a man of faith. Amen. He spoke to a fig tree and he left. And the fig tree has to die. And when they asked him, he said, no, have faith. Because faith is responsible for what is done here. Hallelujah. So, 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 so Enoch walked with God and was no more. And they say, but, have you read it? Verse 6, let's put there verse 6. Let me finish. Verse 6. And without faith. Now, they say Enoch walked with God and he was no more. And then they say, and without faith. It's impossible. To please him. For whoever will draw near God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So before you, you go to God, you need to have a conviction in your heart that God is real. Number two, you need to have a conviction that when I seek him, he will answer me. You don't seek him just because you want to seek him. You seek him because you have a conviction that he's a God that answers those who seek him. 
So your motivation for seeking him is the fact that you know the end of what is going to happen. He's going to answer you. So you are not seeking God to see maybe. No. With God, there is no maybe. You are not, you are not a Christian for a maybe. You are born again because you know. So, so it's impossible. They say it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. It's impossible. It means that if you don't have a action of faith, it's impossible. Because if you don't have the action of faith, you can't be born again. Because your new birth is the fact that you don't only believe, but you confess. Amen? Your confession was made. That you believe in Jesus with your heart. And then you are born again. But you were born out of faith. Why do you want to walk the rest of your life without faith? Because everybody does have faith. The problem we are having is that people don't act on what they have. They are still praying to have while they already have what they have. Many of the things you are praying for that you don't get an answer. It's not that God doesn't want to give you, but he has already given. Yes. Do you know that in the book of Luke, let me blend it in there. In the book of Luke, chapter number 15, if you read the story of the prodigal son, I think it starts by verse 31, I'm not sure, but close there. The prodigal son. This is a man that asked his father for his inheritance. He said, Daddy, I'm tired of your stuff. I want my money, as if you worked for. That's the beauty of inheritance. You don't work for, you just get. I'm not preaching on that today. He said, Dad, I want my money. The dad said, okay, here it is. The guy got the money. He went and shoop, he lost it. Amen? And when he lost it, the Bible said he came back to his senses. Let me throw something in there today. Let me throw something in there before. Can I pause here and just divert a bit or digress a bit? Okay. Okay. If you read Luke 15, there are three parables. The lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Three parables. The lost coin. The one that lost the coin went after the coin. The lost sheep. He went after the sheep. The lost son, he didn't go after the son. The father never went after the son. He waited. What is the difference? The lost sheep and the lost coin are a parable of people that don't know Jesus. They are lost. God goes after them. The lost son is a child of God that is misbehaving. God does not go after him. God waits for him. He does not go after him. Fathers don't go after children. Children come back to fathers. <laughs> Some of you are waiting, Lord, please show me yourself. No, go there. <laughs> you don't check what I'm saying. Oh, God, I want your glory. No, go there. Because the father is waiting. Come on. When the son came, the father received him back. He never went after him. He was waiting. The father, the, they went after the lost sheep and the lost coin, but not the lost son. Amen? But now, we, we, now, pause. Close the pause. Now, come back to my message. <laughs> now, you need to understand that when the son came back, the older brother thought, this is unjust. My God. You killed the fattened calf. 
I was working with that thing. I know how fat it was. <laughs> I thought this thing was going to kill it to have a bride when the, when the springbok wins the World Cup. Come on. But no, before the final, you kill the thing. He said to his father, this is not right. And my father said, my son. He said to his father, I work for you. A son with mentality of a servant. I worked for you. All of these years, you never gave me a young goat so that I can be merry with my friend, I can eat with my friend. And the father said, what is your problem? Everything is for you. So what does it mean? All these years, he was trusting that the father would give it to him. It means he was praying for a goat that he already had. So, he could have acted on faith and killed the goat and see the results. Your father will be angry. But the father has revealed to him that the goat was yours. Christians are praying for a goat that belongs to them. It's there. The whole thing belongs to you. You are still praying. You know, there are some stuff I don't pray for. I don't have time for that. I refuse. Amen? Because I know I don't need to pray for it. It's for me. I need to take a step. Hallelujah. You know, I haven't, I've never said it. Maybe I said it once. You know the land that is written there for sale? I put my hands on it. You know that land next one? I put my hands on it. Amen? And I say this land. No one will buy it unless I buy it. You know, it's there. I put my hands on it. I didn't pray for. No, I've never prayed for that land. I will never pray for it. Why must I pray for something that belongs to my father? The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. All that is the Hallelujah. The good news is that they are begging us to take the land. Leon told me yesterday, we are saying, please come take me there. I said, tell them to wait. <laughs> he said, tell them, I'm in the Philippines. I said, please, when the pastor come, tell him. I said, tell them to wait. I'm not ready yet. They must wait for me. They said, but if somebody wants to buy it, I say, sell it to him. If there is. I say, there is no one. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can find, sell it. If I decide I want it, I don't want it, I will leave it. If I decide I want it, I will get it. I un- you understand these things. And you know that God is good. Listen, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Uh, can you act, have action of your faith today? You can go home and the thing that you were praying for, you can possess it. Hallelujah. Joshua said... You will like to quote it. Me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. He didn't ask the opinion of the house. He didn't have a family meeting. Children, do you want to serve the Lord? <laughs> yes, ma. My wife, do you want to serve the Lord? No, he said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. You cannot be a heathen in my house. You will serve the Lord. <laughs> you can try. It will not work. 
because I have sealed this deal. So I feel sorry for my children actually because they don't have a choice. I've sealed the deal. They can do whatever you see them. Do whatever you want. This deal is sealed. At the end of the day, you will become what God said you will become. I don't care. If you can be a prodigal, you'll come back. So it's no problem. I rest in that confidence that the Lord said it, settles it, I walk in that reality. I'm praying for you this morning that you may walk in the reality of what God has already given you because you know God is with you. You are favored. I was traveling now. I sat in the plane. And, uh, oh, God is good. When I sat in, they brought food. It's a long trip. So I opened my tray table and I ate the food and I closed it up. And then they, before we land, they want to bring breakfast. I opened the tray. It's not working. So they came. They tried to help me. They said, sir, we'll have to give you another seat. I said, no, no. Because I'm sitting with my wife most. So if I have another seat, where is she going? I don't want to leave her with that stranger. So I have to... <laughs> So I said, no, sir, it's fine. I'll eat on my lap. It's fine. Before the plane landed, they came and said, sir, the company decided to give you $100 voucher. For what? For the trade that is not working. <laughs> now, now, what you don't understand, before that, the Lord told me they're going to pay you. I said, pay me for what? He said, this airline is going to pay you. I sit in the plane, I heard the voice, they're going to pay you. I say, pay me for what? So I was waiting. How is this going to happen? The airline is going to pay me. And before we land, they paid me. They paid me. They say, you can use it in the airport, on air. I say, I will use it here. I got it here. I say, bring me your magazine. Let me choose something. Paid. When you are favored, oh my God, nothing can stop you. When you are favored, it just comes. We went to outreach, a company that I don't think they know the Lord, they pay the preacher to go and preach. Something is going to happen to you that is unexpected. Come on. I release that word over you. That even those you didn't think will be a blessing to you are becoming a blessing to you today. In the name of Jesus, I release that word upon your life in Jesus' name that favor is going with you in a place where they say there is no favor. Upon you, favor will arise. It will be unexpected. It will be unexpected. You hear the voice of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost will favor you where they say people are not favored. The Holy Ghost will go with you where they say people are saying no. When they say no for you, they will say yes, because God is with you. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. Walk by faith. By faith is impossible to please God. So when you walk like that by faith, heaven responds to you. Because heaven likes people of faith. You know, a man of faith does not reason. They ask the guy, what do you think about that? He said, I don't think. Go when I think I get in God's way. <laughs> I just do what he tells me to do. I don't think about it. 
If God tells me go and preach in China, I don't think about it. Because then I'll think of the resistance, the persecution, and I will not go. But if I stand up and I go, I'll come back. Hallelujah. Stop reasoning with the ways of the Lord. Just do what God says you shall do. Without faith, it's impossible. This is faith. It's just act, action on the word of God. Do you understand that? Faith is to act on the word of God. Belief is a conviction that we have of a reality of a word, but faith is to act on those realities. Simple. So are you, are you sick? You can believe that you will be healed and you will die. Or you can have faith and you will be and you are healed. Amen? You can have faith and you are healed. I've seen it. I've experienced it in my life. I'm giving you something that I live. I'm not preaching a message of Abraham. I'm preaching a message that I lived. Amen? Amen? All these things you see here, it's about faith. You understand? All these things you see here, it's about faith. It was never about our abilities. It's about his abilities. This place you see here was given to me by words. Somebody decreed I have it and I moved in. And I moved in and by God's grace, God paid it off. We, 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 we took possession of a place when we didn't have the money. But we went and took possession of this place. People in town say, with his church, he think he can pay that bill. We paid it. <laughs> Finished. Look at around you. This is not a church of 5,000 or 4,000 or whatever thousands. So, so in the natural, it's impossible for us to do what we are doing. Sometimes when I look back, I say, my God, how do we do all this? How do we, how do, we do all these things you ask us to do? Putting thousands, millions from what we are doing. We don't receive money from America. We don't receive money from any branch. We don't have any branch. We don't have any seers or overseers or whatever. It's just us. But whatever the Lord says we must do, we just step by faith and we do it. When we start, it, it's shaky, but at the end, we sell well. Don't be afraid because of the waves. Just jump into the sea. You will see it will be calm. You don't need to wait for the waves to die down before you swim. That is not in the spirit, not in the natural. <laughs> no, don't, don't just go to Deben and die there. <laughs> I'm saying, in the... <laughs> Because there was a pastor, I said, I can just jump in. Even when I didn't say that. Listen, Mamela, I didn't say that. I'm saying, in the spirit, doesn't matter the storm, you jump into it. Because God has already settled the matter. If you can see that it's already settled, you handle it well. Don't be afraid. Let fear get out of your heart. When they say, my God, how are we going to make it in South Africa? You say, it's too bad because you are in South Africa. I'm in Zion. I'm in Zion. And Bible say, in Zion, no one will say I am sick. That's the reality of Zion. It's in your Bible. So because I'm in Zion, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Ah, winner. I'm not worried. 
I feel, uh, I feel like you, I'm not where, come out. <laughs> this is Zion. This is not hell. This is Zion. Walk like that. Walk like that. You walk like that. I, I had a good time in the plane. You, the wind was terrible. The plane was going. People were like, I was like, <laughs> because it was like a roller coaster. I was like, oh, hey, hey. When I said to my wife, this was fun. <laughs> she said, what are you talking about? I said, because, you know, people think what we were dying. But I had a free ride without paying a roller coaster. So, Because I know I'm going to preach it. <laughs> so, we, look at the plane. The plane was, the, the wind, I've never seen that. The plane was going straight. Then the wind, not the pilot, the wind took the plane like this. So the plane was like, you could hear the wind. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. I've never experienced something like this. It was the first time in my life. I because I knew I'm coming back to preach here. Which plane will throw me down? There's no such a plane. Can do all your roller coasters. We're going. I was going to Philippines. I was not going down to the sea. I was going to Philippines. So Philippines I shall be. Remember I told you when I was going, I said I'm going, I'm coming back. I didn't, I said I'm going there, I'm going to Philippines. I'm coming back, I'm going to preach here. So when the plane was doing that funny stuff, for me it was like fun. <laughs> Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Can, can we be people of faith in this house? Amen. I say, can we be people of faith in this house? Amen. You will do amazing things. You will do great things that you never thought possible for you to do. King will bow down to you when you walk before them because of a spirit of faith inside of you. People in authority will seek to know what you have because of the grace of the Lord upon you. You are not a cheap person. You are ordained by heaven. You are filled with the Holy Ghost and you walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We walk by faith, not by sight. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Today you are in to do great things. I say you are in to do... You are in to do. Great you are in to do. Great I want the worship team to go in place.